Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. So Jay-Z can sit there and reintroduce himself. We need to actually introduce ourselves. It's the new morning show here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. It's great to have all of you here. I am sure many of you recognize Keyshawn and J. Will, but for those of you that might be too young... Let me introduce you to these guys, tell you what they did on the field and how they can help you understand everything that's happening now that three of the major four sports are back. The NFL crossed our fingers back on September 10th. You may know them as athletes, a national champion with Jay, a Super Bowl champion with Key, a number one overall pick with Key, a number two overall pick with Jay. But did you know, I'm going old school sports center, Okay. did you know (laughs) both of these guys are athletes and successful authors. In fact, I've got Key's book up on Amazon right now. Key, for people that don't know, give us the subtle title to your book. (laughs) A little bit called Just Give Me the Damn Ball. The Fast Times and Hard Knocks of an NFL Rookie. It's got four-star review. By the way, there's only one left in stock, so order soon. And it's got Key... They don't stay. Is that on Amazon? Amazon, $5.99, free shipping, very good used copy available, and it's all one click. You can add to your cart and get it here with free shipping. Man, you went used copy on me, though. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute now. He has those slight jabs from time to time. Yeah, those used copy. I will say, Jay, your book is slightly a little more serious. I've actually uh, picked up your book. It's terrific. If you look at the cover art, it's tremendous. It talks a little bit about your career and what you're most known for, according to a lot of people, or to most fans, which we'll talk about here in a second as it relates to another athlete that's coming back from something amazing. But tell us about your book real quick, and we'll roll, and we'll get right into Alex Smith, who you have a little bit of a kinship with. Oh, wow, yeah. So it's called Life is Not an Accident, and pretty much it just unveils uh, what I went through, obviously, having my motorcycle accident after being a second pick in the draft and how I tried to battle back. And I'm very excited for Alex Smith, obviously the recovery that he had to go through after sustaining that injury on the field, to see him back on the field in contention to play for the Washington football team is just amazing. I want to go into detail about it. We get so drowned out in numbers in sports. I, I love numbers as much as anybody. I'm a numbers nerd, but sometimes numbers uh, are too yeah. much. <laughs> oh, you're a numbers guy? I, I'm a numbers guy, but I will tell you there are certain numbers here that really encapsulate what you're talking about. Just give me 15 seconds on this, and you can really help to realize what Alex Smith is going through. The number 17, the amount of surgeries he had. The number three, the amount of months he was in a wheelchair. The number two, he broke his tibia and his fibula. The number one, the amount of legs he almost had amputated. November of 2018, he is off the physically unable to perform list. You might see it on the internet or on your phone as the pup list. The Washington football team starts padded practices on Tuesday. And after suffering an injury that almost cost him his life, Alex Smith will be back on the field Tuesday for Ron Rivera's first season with the Washington football team. And he said... He could give Dwayne Haskins and Kyle Allen, who played for Rivera in Carolina, a run for his money. It is amazing. Joe Theismann said, Alex Smith is already the NFL's comeback player of the year. We haven't taken a snap. Joe Theismann will join us this morning. The great legendary Washington Redskins Super Bowl winning quarterback who had the exact same injury that Alex Smith did. He will join us at 9 a.m. Eastern to help us understand what Alex is going through and what he would tell Alex and the Washington football team. So let's get right back into it. Take us inside the mental and physical recovery because you know it firsthand. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the the time he spent doing physical therapy has to be overwhelming, right? It's not just yourself. Your family's going through it, too. Your Mm -hmm. kids, your wives, everybody's there to support you, and it all becomes about you. 
Um, and the biggest challenge for Alex is going to be the biggest challenge that I had getting back on the court. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily training by yourself, right? Because we've seen videos of that key. He looks pretty good. He looks somewhat dynamic. You know, he was agile in the pocket. Looks like he can move. But that first hit, that first hit you take, like that's going to be the biggest thing. How do you respond to that? And can you imagine being a defensive lineman? If you're, if you're trying to headhunt him, you're trying to get a, you're, you're trying to tackle him. You don't, are you going to be the guy that takes him out? Can well, you be the guy think- that could injure him and get him out of football? I love that he's back on the field and yeah. being back on the field is a win. Sure. But how is that not in your mind? So but Alex- certainly, it's certainly in his mind. I mean, you know firsthand because you did it. You had an accident and you had to get back on the basketball court. You had to rehab. I've had little injuries here and there mm-hmm. where I had to get back. Nothing severe as these two guys. But it's all mental, right? It, and it's not even getting hit. It's people around his legs, just in the area that he's in. He's got to step up in the pocket. He's got to slide. He's got to deliver the football. When he delivers the football, he may get hit. After the ball's released, this is the NFL. Mm-hmm. So how will he respond and react to those things? What's he, what is he, what is he going to feel like when he takes off to try and run? Is he going to be shy about it, or is he going to go all out? Is he going to slide, or is he going to be Alex Smith that we saw a couple years but ago? But see, that's, that's the problem right there. We automatically want to compare people to who they were before when this team was 6-3 and three and they were number one in the NMC East, right? It's, they've won four games since then. And my thing is, we're not going to see the Alex Smith that was. We're going to see a new Alex Smith. So for Alex Smith personally to deal with that, you constantly are chasing a ghost, right? So the biggest challenge for Alex Smith is to accept that Alex Smith, who he is right now, and that may be drastically different than what we saw before. But he put himself through so much to get back on the field. I would think that he would, in his mind, that he would somehow – muster up enough to try and get back to the Alex Smith of old, even though, even though from an injury standpoint, he may not be the runner that he was because he lost a step or two here or there. But I think mentally he's going to certainly try the dude. You read off the list, 17 different surgeries, right? Three months in a wheelchair. Right. I mean, like he did all this to get back on the field. If it was me, all they have to do is tell me, no, I'm good. Tell me that I had to do all of that? No, I'm good. Let me just rehab just so I can walk. I got you. Take me inside, priorities. Take me inside. Tomorrow, Alex Smith will have the first step in an incredibly long journey. What was your first practice, your first day back like? It it was intense because, you know, I I had to go against – uh, a guy named Marcus Williams who played at UConn. And similar to Dwayne Haskins, right, he, he was a young thoroughbred. He, he was fast. He was quick. He can shoot. And I had to defend him all the time. Now, the biggest challenge for me and, and what you guys will see in the video is that, you know, Alex Smith is wearing an AFO. So I have to wear an AFO. An what AFO, is that? An AFO, I have drop foot. So when I dislocated my knee, I cannot pick my left big toe up. Okay. My left toe drops. Now, I'm not saying that's what Alex Smith has. But AFO helps you keep your foot dorsiflex. It helps you pick your foot up. And what it comes imperative with is when you run north to south. Because it clearly, like, think about it. If you try to walk and you drag your left foot or you drag your right foot, you can't clear your gait. So you have to hike your hip up. It makes you run different. It makes the technicalities of how you run different. So if you're moving side to side, it doesn't really affect your agilities east to west, but it does affect north to south. And I'm curious how Alex will handle that when he's in the pocket and he's trying to be mobile and he may have to sprint for a 10-yard run. How, what, what will his burst be like? 
And if he gets hit the wrong way, there's a chance for him to lose that again. I mean, he's got a lot of pins in, you know, I saw the pictures. There's a whole bunch of yeah. screws it's and scary. pins inside, inside that, that. That's the thing is the, the contact. Can he handle the contact? You know, will, will he be, I'm sure he'll be a little bit nervous about the first contact that he gets, but playing quarterback with them big bodies around you is not fun at all. Sitting in that pocket and not being able to move around, that's why he was so effective in Kansas City, in San Francisco, a little bit in Washington, because he had the ability to escape the pocket. When you got 300-pound defensive linemen chasing you down, linebackers like Khalil Mack coming off the edge looking to do you harm. Speaking of Kansas City, the one thing about Mahomes here, Jay, real quick, obviously Mahomes took over for Alex Smith. Alex Smith was an incredible mentor. Mahomes played the final game of the 2017 season. Even though he knew he was being pushed out for Patrick Mahomes, he said, get in the quarterback room, soak it up with me. I'm not going to be cold to you. This isn't a Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers situation. I'm going to embrace you. You mean Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love situation? That's also (laughs) now on the docket, but it was completely the opposite with Smith and Mahomes. Mahomes is forever grateful for whatever Alex Smith did for him. Obviously, it yielded an MVP and a Super Bowl before the age of 25. And Mahomes was asked his thoughts on his old teammate getting a brand new lease on life. Alex, it's an amazing thing. I texted Alex before the season, got it going for training camp, got it going. Uh, him just being there and being able to get cleared by his doctors and then now getting cleared by the Washington's doctors, being able to go out there and, and be able to perform. It just shows the grit that he has. And I mean, he's someone that helped me out a ton in my career and he's always persevered. And I just expect him to keep persevering as his career goes on. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. That will include, speaking of the NFL, yes, the one, the only, Bill Belichick will join us at 8.45 a.m. Eastern. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin also brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has the full court cell phone coverage you need. Just 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan, 25 gigs, high-speed data, then 2G for up to 50% less than the big carriers. Only at Walmart. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Still to come, the NBA is all about duos. I got my duo here today, Keyshawn and J. Will. But who's the best duo left in the bubble, Jay Will will count it down five to one. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We're going to take your calls on what you're looking most forward to for the playoffs. So hit us up, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That's coming in just moments. But first, as you might expect, it's the first day for Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Zubin Mahenti. That would be me. That would be you and Jay and me every weekday from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern right here on ESPN Radio. And the reaction on social media, which we were sort of bracing for, has come through. Jay is monitoring. Before you even read that, why do you pay attention to that Because I love it. You're our social media coordinator. Because I'm I'm going to engage everybody. I don't care. Actually, got a really good one. At C-Jack says at ESPN Radio, Zubin looks like a dad with his two sons arguing in the back seat. I'm the only guy that's not a dad on the set. You are dressed like a dad though I, yeah, I, you are dressed like, like, like a dad from Connecticut yeah we gotta we gotta we gotta kind of get you we gotta we gonna loosen you up don't worry it's the first day man we're gonna get rid of the sweater and the shirt we just gonna, we gonna be all right Zubin the accountant you could watch it on ESPN too right now <laughs> might as well so tune in now right there what you just did what he's practical he's oh diligent my God. do you know what my dad did for 30 years what he, he was, was an, an accountant. accountant oh I can't see that that okay. you I called it we called it of course we called it but you know the Twitter people are going to say that we're profiling Zubin based on his look. Takes one to know one. Just saying. Well, watch on ESPN, too, because if the sweater vest and the collar shirt don't make it to tomorrow, at least you can check it out today here on ESPN, too. We are checking out the NBA playoffs ready to go. This is the NBA 74th season. They've crowned a champion in all previous 73 years. This is the longest wait we've ever had for a champion. The season is stretching the longest it's ever been. It's been an amazing season, extraordinarily tragic but amazing in some ways. The loss of Kobe Bryant, the loss of David Stern, but the bubble has gone off in tremendous fashion. It's been a series of ebb and flows. And if the NBA was once known for the big threes, the trios, now it's down to the duos. So Jay, hours away here from the start of the NBA playoffs, Jazz Nuggets 130 Eastern on ESPN, Mm. has put together his top five duos. Again, we'd love yours. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So who made Jay's Top five. Number five. I love that game show ho- vo- that game show voice. Keyshawn, here we go. Number five. Key- I almost said Keyshawn. Giannis and Chris Middleton. Giannis has the best PER efficiency rating of 31.9, highest in league history. And Chris Middleton just missed being a 50-40-90 player by shooting 49.7% from the field. So they are number five. Number four. You know the name. You better put some respect on my name. That's Dame and C.J. McCollum. C.J. McCollum has the broke back, but obviously had a big-time game the other night in order to help this team move forward to the first round of the playoffs. And then you have Dame Lillard, who's been insane. I mean, 61 points, 51 points, multiple back-to-back 50-point games. Uh, One of the best scoring guards we have in the history of basketball. Number three, James Harden's been averaging 34.3 points per game, six and a half assists, 
and six and a half rebounds. Third best offensive season of all time for James. Now, Russell Westbrook has been out with this injury to his quadricep, but still, Russell Westbrook, one of the most dynamic players we've had, Mr. Triple-Double. This team is seasoned very, very to get ex- some big wins. Very explosive. It's ridiculous how explosive he Yes. Is. Number two. Number two, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Kawhi Leonard, two finals MVPs, and then Paul George, one of the best two-way players in the game of basketball. You need a lockdown defender, he can do that. You need a big-time clutch bucket, he can do that. These two together, the fact that PG came to L.A. to play with Kawhi, they're my favorite to win the whole thing. And finally, number one. I mean, this is the 2.0 version of peanut butter and jelly. I know D-Wade did it at a high level. I know that's a... Big shoes to fill. But LeBron James and Anthony Davis, are you kidding me? Two people that are properly positioned to play with one another. P&Rs, that means pick and rolls, friends at home. They are going to run that nonstop. AD can pick and pop. He can knock down shots on the perimeter, also can post you up. And LeBron James, like he said, is an absolute freight train. There's nobody in the league that I think can stop LeBron James one-on-one. When you look at the top five by Jay Will, obviously the Lakers are sitting at the top with two guys at number one. Number four is Dame Lillard Mm -hmm. and CJ. So I'm kind of dumbfounded on how people think that they're going to really give them some run for the money. You got the ones at the top versus the fours. And you got two bigs. You got a 6'7", 6'8", 260-pound freight train. And you got another big that can shoot on the perimeter against two guards that's, that's been cooking. But we may be getting Rondo back, so that's a plus. You're not getting Rondo back in, that, in the first couple of games now. It's going to no, take a No, a couple Rondo. of games. I, I figured okay. he'd be back three games. All I'm saying is the one thing the Lakers lack is three-point shooting at times, and they have a difficult time guarding consistent, smaller guards. Co- consistent three-point shooting. We can still knock them down. Oh, yeah. Just I, not I, on a consistent I still think the basis. Lakers are going to win. I think it's going to require a lot of energy. Now, some of the duos that I didn't name. Yeah, left off. Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. Luka Doncic and Porzingis, and that was tough for me because they were, you know, I I had to give Giannis and Chris Middleton the edge just because Giannis is going to be back-to-back finals MVP. Luka's going to be in that conversation. Porzingis is a beast, and I think they're going to arrive. It just hurts that they're in the Western Conference. If they were in the Eastern Conference, it might have been a different season. So you think Porzingis is settled in in Dallas now? He's going to be fine? I mean, He's going to be all right. I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be great. I I think this is going to be one of the most dynamic duels that we'll be talking about for the next five years with these two guys. I also left off Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid because you never know who's healthy there. Might not be a duel anymore. It might not be a duel anymore. I think Brett Brown will be gone before these two are gone. Their head coach. And then I had Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Now, the hard part about the Celtics is you have Kimball Walker, you have Gordon Hayward, and you have Brown, and you have Tatum. But Brown and Tatum, they are coming. They are coming, and I'm telling you, well, Brown's going to be one of the best two ways. They was cooking without Walker on the team. Kimball Walker on the team anyway. They was cooking together last year without them on the team. Yep, Brown's going to be one of the best two-way players in the game, and then Jason Tatum is electricity on the basketball court. I don't know how. See, here we go again. We. I don't know how we didn't take him. <laughs> yeah, like, right at the mm. number two spot. Well, a lot of teams missed him, too. I, I, mean, I get it, but Philly I Philly missed him, too. It's, it's, hard to, 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 it's hard to understand and see how people that get paid a lot of money to evaluate these players in sports, be missing on How about dudes. this? Philadelphia, and I, I got love for him because he, he did really well this year in Orlando, 
Philadelphia took Markel Fultz yeah. before they took Jason Tatum. No, but So but, it was a great look by Danny Ainge and the Boston Celtics to get that done. Yeah, they they Boston has done a pretty good job, though, in general. Danny Ainge has done a good job in drafting players since he's the gen, been the general manager. No doubt. And Can't th- argue with that. Think about it with the Mavericks Clippers tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern ESPN, also on ESPN Radio. Believe it or not, when you think about the Dubs and all the great LeBron teams, one of the most offensively efficient teams in NBA history is this year's Dallas Mavericks yes. because of what Luka and Porzingis have done. You might not realize that because you look at their seed as Jay said, how could they be among one of the most efficient teams of the last 20 years where they get hurt is in crunch time. But throughout the course of a game, they have been as good as anybody. Remember, they scored 149 points in a game in the bubble and lost. (laughs) That's the NBA for you in 2020. So Dame was number four on the duos, as Key mentioned, in Jay's top five. But the real operative number is we go to the phone line, starting with Kevin in Tampa. It's not a four. It's a seven. Kev, you say the Lakers don't want to see Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum in a Game 7. Preach. Go ahead, Kev. Tell them, Kevin. They don't want to see him in a Game 7 or elimination game because the Lakers Lakers play defense just like Portland. So the first team to 120 is going to win it all. <laughs> no, but that's not that's not true. We play way better defense. So I'm not going to sit up here and just let you just do uh-uh, that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, you don't. No, we not do. Not with Avery Bradley now on the court. Your numbers have gone down drastically again, without a, a, Avery Bradley again, and Rajon Rondo a, on the again, court. Again, Coach, both of those players, one of them opted out of the bubble. The other one's been hurt. Why are you yelling at me? I'm not Kevin. I'm not, Kevin's on I'm the phone. Not, I'm, not, I'm looking at you. So when you look at it, for what it's worth, it we clinched our spot several weeks ago. Don't look at those numbers. Look at the numbers prior to clinching. We you know, you up. know, but Jay will. You know, good and well that when you taking care of business and you clinch something already, that our foot is not going to be on the pedal. He knows. He knows. It's We're to- not Portland. We don't have to. We didn't have to fight to get into the playoffs. Zubin, this we is totally obnoxious. <laughs> get used to it. It's starting, to, it is starting to, it. to really get to me. <laughs> we also have four months off of basketball, Keyshawn. It's okay to say that the team that you were four and a half months ago may not be the team who you are right now. Essentially, this is preseason playoffs. They go together. Last time you had four months off is when you're off. It's throughout yeah, the summer. But they, but they now, the four months off, they got rid of that already. They already played in the bubble. That's just, over with. I'm just saying. I that rust like, is over with. I kind of like where Kevin's going. I kind of like it, Kevin. Okay, game well, seven, I like having some money on Dame if it gets to that point. Man, we're not going seven games. Okay. It's not happening. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, Keyshawn J. Will is being presented by Progressive Insurance, protecting small businesses with specialized coverages for commercial vehicles. More at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Yeah, Get used to we because I think the Lakers are going to be making <laughs> so a deep, deep run. We're going to have the NBA's best insider join us here in just one minute. Whoa, Who geez. is going to coach Zion Williamson? One of the best jobs that's opened in years. We'll have Woj in one minute. But first, SportsCenter. The 2-0, and that ball's hit pretty hard out towards right center field. That one back there on its way, and that is gone. Home run for Mike Ford, his second of the year, and the Yankees add two more, and it is now 4-1. to 
You know, the NBA had a restart. I think the, the, right now the Red Sox need a total restart. It's been a disastrous season. That's John Bugchambi on ESPN Radio. Yankees are undefeated at home, beat the Sox last night, Sunday Night Baseball 4-2. They've won nine in a row and 14-15 against their arch rival. Judge could be back on Saturday. A-Rod in the house with Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin Mahenti at 9-30. Eastern, Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields has started a petition to relaunch the Big Ten season immediately. As you know, it was postponed last Tuesday. The petition has more than 200,000 signatures. Will it matter? Will the Big Ten listen? What would he say to Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren? Justin Fields joins Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin coming up in 40 minutes. The playoffs tip off in hours in the NBA with a quadruple header. Jazz Nuggets, Nets Raptors, Sixers Celtics, and the Mavs and the Clippers. That final game will also be heard on ESPN Radio. Sports Center brought to you by Mako. Mako is ready to fix those dents, repair that collision damage, spray in a fresh coat of paint. With online estimates, contactless service, and their best price guarantee, come to Mako and roll out refreshed. Go to Mako.com to get started and find a shop near you. Uh Uh-oh, better get Mako. Moments away from talking to the NBA's best insider, Woj to talk about Zion Williamson and many other topics. And for that, we head to the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. The NBA's best insider is here. You can also check out the Woj podcast, which is by far the best basketball podcast, and you can get it anywhere you get podcasts. Woj, I want to start with a story that sort of came out of the blue for at least a lot of people that casually followed the NBA, and that is what we are calling Saliva Direct, which could be a breakthrough in COVID-19 testing created by Yale passed through quickly by the Food and Drug Administration and funded by the NBA with NBA personnel taking part in tests. Cheaper, faster, easier, quicker results. This could be a game changer some people are talking about. Some people are also talking about how the NBA got involved in this. Adrian, what can you tell us? Uh, well, well, the Timberwolves uh, team doctor uh, or physician, uh, you know, got wind of what was going on at Yale uh, and started kind of a process that led uh, the Players Association, the league office, to get behind it. It had value for the NBA in the short term, but they also saw value for the greater society uh, that they could get behind this and make it have an affordable, uh, quick, uh, fast response uh, coronavirus test available to the general public. Now you're looking at a test that potentially um, – uh, people could get anywhere from fifteen to twenty dollars uh, per test, and and I think the league was very sensitive to the idea that they're going to be using a lot of testing that maybe isn't available to the general public. They're using a ton of testing here every day at the test facility, all moving forward. And I think they wanted to try to play a role in society that they could contribute to others getting access to low cost uh, testing, and and they've done that. It's it's really a remarkable. Remarkable story. Woj, these first round matchups in the playoffs are going to be insane. OKC going against Houston. What is the latest on Russell Westbrook? When will he be ready? Uh, they simply don't know, Jay. And uh, this is an injury that, at t- you know, can, you know, this kind of quad strain can take. 10 days, two weeks in a normal situation. Uh, They would love to be able to accelerate it. You know Russell Westbrook has a tremendous threshold um, to play with pain, to play with injury. But this is also uh, an injury as 
as you guys know that you come back too quick from it and you could aggravate it in a way uh, that you'd be done for a significant period of time. But they're hoping that they can kind of hold down the fort here against Oklahoma City um, without them uh, and see at some point in this series can they get them back. But you, you look at how these playoff series are set up. They're playing every other day. You don't have that break that you might have uh, you know, in a normal uh, playoff series for travel where you might get a couple days off between games. You don't have that. And so you start playing on Monday, and you're playing Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, right through. Uh, they're hopeful they could get Westbrook back at some point in a series against the Thunder. They're not sure. Well, the, the play, play-in game was a success. Can we see this moving forward? Could this be something to look for next year? Yeah, the, the league and the Players Association had been talking about it really for a couple of years. There had been a lot of uh, discussion within the league about what it would look like. Now, this was different for the for this restart. It was they played for the eighth seed. What the league had been talking about was seven and eight, nine and ten, all part uh, of a play-in. I do wonder. Uh, ultimately, do you want to put? Well, let's say in this example, in this play-in in the West. The Dallas Mavericks. Do you want to put the Dallas Mavericks in a position where a couple bad games could knock them out of the postseason and you lose players like Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis out of the playoffs? Uh, But they saw that as a little bit bigger tournament, a little bit more of a moneymaker. And I think ultimately, as the league tries to figure out ways to create revenue, uh, especially in a season coming that may not include fans, at least right away, and and a lot of money that's been lost this year and, and will be lost next year, I think if they see it as a significant, um, if there's a real financial incentive to do it, I think you're going to see uh, teams in the league, Players Association, more, more inclined uh, to include it in the calendar moving forward. Yeah, I spoke to Adam Silver about that last night, Woj, and he said that's definitely something that he wants to do more of. A lot of coaching vacancies out there when you think about Chicago, New Orleans, Brooklyn. Uh, What's the latest that you're hearing on some of these names that are involved in this coaching carousel? Well, start in New Orleans where Ty Lue, Jason Kidd are going to be candidates to replace Alvin Gentry. Uh, New Orleans is a little different job than some of the other potential ones that might open. Very, very good young talent. Chance to coach Brandon Ingram, of course, Zion Williamson, Drew Holiday, J.J. Reddick, some very good veterans still on that roster. Um, you know, Chicago, I think you may see them go more toward a younger coach. They've got a good roster in Chicago. I think one uh, that a lot of people think underachieved. And so you may see some assistant coaches, uh, former head coach like Kenny Atkinson involved in that one. And then Brooklyn, where Jacques Vaughn's made a very good case for himself to keep that job. But the Nets are going to run a search um, when their season is over. Um, and then potential openings, potentially in a Philadelphia, potentially in a Houston. Now, those are situations where you have contenders like Brooklyn. Um, and you may see a marketplace with a coach like Ty Lu, where he's going to perhaps get into a bidding process. I reported over the weekend one of the things Ty Lu is considering, he's talked with Chauncey Billups about coming in as his associate head coach, and that pairing is attractive to anybody uh, who would have an opening. Uh, Woj, when could the NBA realistically get started, given the fact that the, the, the season could go pretty long into October for the finals? 
I mean, Keyshawn, December 1 is what they have set right now. I would say it's more in pencil than in pen. Uh, it's still kind of a negotiating starting point for the league and the Players Association. And the one thing that the league would tell you is that pushing it back from December 1, whether it's to January, February, however far it might go, a lot of it would be based upon the idea that if they do push it back, it would give them a chance to get fans in arenas next season. I think we could probably all look at where this country is and, and looking at where the idea of significant big public gatherings are. December 1 seems uh, extremely quick to think realistically that we could have fans in arenas. But further into the spring, is it possible? Perhaps. And I think that's what you're going to see as they push it back because the owners very much you know, 40% of their revenue is tied to game nights, and, and financially it is a huge hit for everybody to not have fans. So if they think they can push it back and at some point, some point get people in buildings, they're going to do that. And so I think that December 1 date is very much in flux at this point. Keep an eye on that. It would be the NBA's 75th anniversary whenever that season does begin. They won't have the grand celebration they were hoping for, but at least we'll have some basketball. That's basketball's best insider, Woj, you can always check out the Woj podcast. Adrian, thank you so much. Thanks, Woj. All right, Wojie. Guys, congrats on the new show. Sounds great. Looks great. Look forward to being on with you guys a lot. As if we didn't know that already. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, wow. Don't, see, Woj, this is what he does. This is who he is. Woj, ESPN Senior NBA Insider, brought to you by the new Ford Super Doty built Ford tough still to come you know 30? the nickname me sean as, <laughs> they, as they like they you know oh. that's my nickname me sean people call me that can you See. believe fans <laughs> i can believe you <laughs> <laughs> i'll second that we're 30 minutes away from justin fields the ohio state quarterback joining the show but once conference is moving forward with the schedule for the season will they actually go ahead and do it that's next For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The man at the center of the biggest story in sports, Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields, will join us at 8.10 a.m. Eastern Time. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Zubin Mahenti with you. It's day one for us on ESPN Radio, morning 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. 
Eastern time. So we'll talk to Justin Fields again, 8, 10 a.m. Eastern. He'll be in the NFL soon enough, of course. Fields will be a first-round pick. And we've got a little breaking news from the NFL. Gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts on this. The Washington football team has appointed Jason Wright as their new team president. This is a historic hire. Wright now becomes the first black president of any NFL team. His responsibilities will include business, operations, finance, sales, and marketing, that courtesy of the NFL's best insider, Adam Schefter. So this is obviously a team that has been through a ton with its name change, with everything in the culture that Daniel Snyder has created that they are now trying to fix. And then now this move to bring in Jason Wright as an unprecedented hire in the 100-year-plus history of the National Football League. Key, if you're watching on ESPN2 right now, I got to say, Key's not chuckling. He's just kind of got a smile on his face. And I, I, I got to know why here, because this seems like a historic hire. Because I need your help. Help with I, 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 I'm saying that's what Daniel Snyder is saying. I need your help. We, we need your help to fix this that I've been screwing up for so long. Now, finally, I'm going to get some help from a minority at a high level. Like, after I went through so much to keep trying to keep the name, now I want to try to make everything right. It's just, it's just funny to me. It's, it's funny. I, I, I guess pressure, as they say, will burst a pipe. I'll say it, too. Uh, is it great that he hired a minority? Great. But I want to know your resume. You want I don't care. Resume? Yeah, I mean, no, I, yeah, I would love to. I don't know who he is, so I would love to know his resume. I'll give you a resume. He spent seven years as an NFL running back. He earned his MBA with high honors from the University of Chicago. Very, very good school. As you know, great business school. He became a partner for the global strategy and management consulting firm McKinsey and Company. Very powerful okay. corporation across America, consultants across America. And now the crescendo, he takes all of that experience, and he's now the president of the Washington football team. So there's the resume. What do you got, Keith? But, but, but Z. My question in this is, if he didn't go through, or the team and organization didn't go through everything that they've gone to over the last several months, would he have hired that dude? But 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 that, can't you say? But can't you say the same him? thing about Rivera? Rivera was hired I, in January, I, I and after that. eight months, he's going to determine the new team name and the future I, of the I franchise. That, the but, same thing. But would you have hired him, or would you have kept everything the same and your same practices and the things that you was doing? If word never got out. If I mean, word that's a never got question. out. That's, that's a legitimate all I, question. That's all I really want to know. Tell me, would you have really pulled the trigger and hired a brother to run your team? And I'm not saying Think that doesn't it. take away from the opportunity that he no, has. No, he deserves the he opportunity. He deserves an opportunity. Yes. But we're saying how he got to the opportunity. Yes. Those are the facts that also need to be spoken about. Because that's, that's real life right there, man. That's, that's true. Like, this dude is obviously... Been around. He's played running back. He's got a high education from Chicago. Right. Uh, he he's he's been with Fortune 500 companies. He yep. know, you know. So at the end of the day, did you go out and hire this individual? Not one because of his color, but two because he was qualified. Why did you really do it? It's a question for Joe Theismann, the uh, the Washington Football Team Super Bowl winning quarterback. He'll join us at 9 a.m. Eastern time, and we'll pose that question directly to a Washington legend. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin reminding you to listen to ESPN Audio at Home via your smart speaker. ESPN Audio at Home brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes from customization and service to financial assistance. Mercedes-Benz Vans are ready for anything. Daniel Snyder took over the Redskins in 1990. He was a diehard childhood fan of the team. And like any fan that has some money, a dream came true. He bought the team. 
For 87 years and 15 presidential administrations, they were known as something else. Now they're known as the Washington football team. I understand he's had some issues with the name change, with the sexual assault allegations broken by the Washington Post, and now this new era. But in any way, shape, or form, are you essentially saying, because his record on the field has been poor and some of the other things off the field have been poor, that he does not deserve the benefit of the doubt? No, in your I, I, didn't, I didn't say that he doesn't deserve credit, but... You know, depending upon how this works out, but also you, you have to you have to provide context too. So I, I understand that you know trying to make changes ultimately this could be a great thing. But I, I'm also there's so much confusion happening around this organization. It's almost as a, it's like a plug and play, real quick scenario. Yeah, that's, like, all, that's okay. what I'm saying. It's plug and play, real quick. I'm gonna fix it with this because if I if I do this over here, maybe it'll quiet some of the noise over there. That's all I'm saying. So it can't be genuine. You're, you're basically. I don't know. Has this has this owner been genuine since he's taken over the That's team? That's the question, Zubin. You know that old line: if you keep showing me who you are, sometime I have to believe you, mm. right? So my thing is, I don't know. This organization's show me who they are for a very long time now because these hires just automatically happen. I'm supposed to believe? No, this is who you are now. I don't know about that, Zubin. I don't know how I feel about that. Let's reset the story if you're just joining us or just tuning in. Thanks for being here. It's Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Zubin Mahenti. It's day one for us here on the brand new ESPN radio. The Washington football team has hired Jason Wright as their team president. He becomes the first black president of any NFL team. He played in the league. He's got an extensive business background. All of this breaking this morning from the NFL's best insider, Adam Schefter. At the end of the day, they'll be in pads tomorrow. Washington will be ready to go. In your mind, Key, you played. I mean, this is not a personnel guy, but he does have some sway with how the business operation will work. And the Redskins, who had one of the most legendary fan bases in the NFL, as you know, when you watch a Washington football game on TV right now, there are swaths and swaths and swaths of empty seats. This used to be a legendary group of fans, the Hogs, all of that. And now they finally got somebody that might be able to have a battle plan to get the fans back in the seats here while making an unprecedented hire. I know you guys are a little bit against it, but I do think this will play well today. Well, not not necessarily against it, just questioning why. Like, what, what, why all of a sudden Fair. you making these, now I don't want to say drastic moves, but different type of moves. A couple weeks ago, you hired a young lady. Now all of a sudden you hired a brother. Now, I mean, it's just, it's just and I understand you want to get a new stadium in D.C. Right. And so that's part of it. All these sort of things is part of cleaning up some of the mess that was there before. Now maybe he comes in and he cleans it up and he gets them the new stadium and all those sort of things. It's just funny to me because it took all of this for you to start making some right decisions. Like, really? Like, it took this long for you to start finally cleaning up some of the things that was wrong with your organization? That's all. Fair enough. And you also have to mention that in order to get that new stadium, they had to have a name change. The District of Columbia said if you continue to call yourselves what they used to be, you cannot build a stadium here in the District of Columbia. There have been so many things that have happened with this team here in the last few months. Practice, football, actual football begins with them in pads on Tuesday. The NBA playoffs start today. Four games. So are we getting March Madness afternoon hoops? That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.